so I asked them if they were seeking truth or if they were fucking slaves to the Illuminati. And they didn't answer the question. They gave a non-answer to the question. I'm fucked up on this edible, and you guys are worried about getting fucked up later, so you're going to let me drive now? (laughs) (laughs) Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to the next episode of Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience. What's going on with you, my friend? Your old pal Joe here, checking in with you on a motherfucking Monday. How's it going? How's it hanging? Listen, my friend, my fucking friend, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're doing better than you ever thought you possibly could be doing. And if you're not, say okay. But, but, fucking but, get your shit together for once in your fucking life, will you? Come on now. We're already, goddamn, what is it going to be? The 17th of April? Over halfway done with April. And what the fuck have you been doing? Get it together, people. We got big things ahead of us, you know? Fucking wars and you got you can't drink your favorite beer no more nowadays, you know what I mean? You got to switch it up, but you don't even know what to drink because it's all owned by the same company, but you can't be drinking your favorite beer no more because you, you don't like what they stand for and their designs on their cans. It's been a rough one around these parts, people. I don't, <laughs> don't know if you're feeling the, the pain at the pump anymore. As they say, when you don't get to drink your favorite beer, I believe that's the pain at the pump. But either way, I get that you might be struggling. Times are tough for everybody. Things are bad. But get your fucking shit together, will you? For your own sake. For your own fucking sake. Listen, got some shows coming up soon, people. This Saturday, the 22nd of April, I'll be at Third Coast Comedy Club doing uh, some comedy. It's a BYOB show, so if you're an alcoholic, that's the one for you, baby. You know, people like all these two drink minimums. I can't, you know, they up the prices of these comedy clubs. They're two drink minimums. You're spending seven dollars. You used to spend seven dollars on your favorite beer, but now you can't drink your favorite beer no more. So you got to get one of them mixed drinks. And those are between 12 and 15. So you're spending 30 bucks a pop just to get your two item minimum at these comedy clubs, but not Saturday, the 22nd at Third Coast Comedy Club. It is a BYOB show, so you can you can spend $30 on liquor if you want to from the liquor store and drink as much as you want of it because it's not our problem. I'll also be at the Round Barn Comedy. Ah, it's not the comedy, anything. The round... <laughs> I'm back on the weed, people. The, barn, the Round Barn Theater, <laughs> April 27th. In Napanee, Indiana. I'll be there with my buddy Aaron Weber. Uh, I'm going to be in Little Rock, Arkansas, too. It looks like the first weekend of May, the 5th and the 6th. That's going to be a fun one. They're going to make me do an hour each night. But boy, oh boy, we'll see how that one goes. Eh? Murray, Kentucky on the 19th. Paducah on the 20th. Then we got Knoxville on the 28th with my good buddy Monty Mitchell. He's coming along for the ride. And then all sorts of shit. Boston, we're talking Louisville. We're talking Seattle. We're talking Tampa, Florida. We're talking all sorts of places on the back end of the year. JoeKellyComedy.com has all your fucking dates, people. (laughs) What the fuck's been up with you, my friend? How's your week been? How's it going? What'd you get into? Did you have all sorts of fun? How was your life? Did you discover anything new about yourself? What happened in the world? Anything good? Anything bad? All sorts of shit, I bet. I'm a little high this one, ladies and gentlemen. Smoked some reefer before this podcast, so we're back in business, baby. (laughs) So it'll be very slow, 
very nonsensical and no points to be proven this time you know we gotta take a break from the fucking uh the magic mind what was it who the fuck said something like that i believe his name is uh clubber i believe clubber fucking checked it he's like magic mind joe is way different than weed joe so we decided to bring weed joe back for a podcast just to fucking take a break from all the bullshit you know oh also goddamn, dude uh, a bunch of people reached out after last week's podcast because I was just kind of fucking bitching, venting about that comedy festival. You guys are the fucking best. Thanks for the kind words and all that shit. But I was just being a pussy. You know what I mean? I f- almost feel I really do appreciate it. But, you know, as a man, as a man, I really wish you guys would do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh. I got fucking people I barely know checking in and making me feel better about something. And I'm like, God damn it. You know, I really do appreciate it. But just as a man, just as a man, I'm like, God, you're such a little fucking pussy, Joe. Fuck a little bitch. You're not a bitch. You don't need these people. But thank you so much for all the kind words. And I know, I know I'll be fine without the festival and all this shit and that shit. But either way, a fucking bunch of you guys reached out. So fuck, man. It's been real fun. You guys reaching out lately. It's been fucking great. All sorts of people that I never would expect to be listening to this shit or are listening to the podcast, and y'all have been very kind and uh, supportive. So I just appreciate that shit, especially over the past couple of weeks. I feel like a bunch of people are coming out of the woodworks and just saying, hey, I like the podcast. And it's like, goddamn, I didn't even know anybody was really listening to this thing, except for like three people, you know. But it's more, and you guys were real nice last week, so I appreciate it. But just remember, I don't need it. <laughs> I'm a man and I'll die. I'll die alone. <laughs> but it's very nice. And yes, I I, um, I don't hold any ill will towards anybody on, on the festival or getting into the festivals. I just don't give a shit. I was just fucking tired from the weekend, grumpy, and just in a bad mood. So I was just being a little pissy boy on the fucking, on the, on the old podcast. But things are all on the up and up. So no hard feelings for anybody. But thank you to everybody who uh, reached out and had some kind words for me. I fucking appreciate that. All right. So I don't know. I don't know what the fuck's been going on in your world or in the world in general this past week. I took a break, stepped away from it. Uh, you know, I probably still read shit that was going on, but I just can't remember. It's all just so fast and such a fucking. Uh, it's just too much all at once. How do you fucking retain anything you're supposed to fucking nowadays? You know, it's all none of it really affects you. And it's just in your face all the day, all day, all the time. So it's like, why fucking this? The news is just way too much sometimes. But anyway, what? Uh, so I was thinking about this just because I, I don't know why. I don't know why. But uh, I was thinking about the very first Christmas, like work Christmas party I ever went to. You know, did you all have you all ever done that? Like a corporate setting work party. I've done some ones for like comedy people you know what i mean comedy clubs and those are a little bit different than the fucking uh you know the office places but that was like my first time doing that was like oh i don't belong in this in this situation or this setting ever i always had a feeling that i'd never work out in an office setting and my first that first fucking christmas party dude it was fucking it just was like oh you're not cut out for this type of world at all like, you're never going to make this work, nor do you want to make this work, you know? That's why I've always gotten into the industries that I've gotten into. I don't know what you guys do for a living, but 
when you're before you have like a career or you know what work is about at all, you know, you're going and like coming out of high school or you're fucking, you know, after college or whatever it is, you're going into a career and uh, you think you have an idea of what it is. And then it's like, oh, this isn't anything at all what I expected it to be. That feels like that's been everything I've ever done in life. <laughs> I feel like everything, and I still do it. I'm fucking 35. I still go in fucking doe-eyed going, this is going to be the one thing that's different. And really, it's just all, every job has been the same. Every single one. You think they're going to be fun and they're going to be cool or whatever. So like, that's why I got into radio. I've always wanted to not have a job. I feel like that's been, you know, when you're a kid, everybody's just like, I'm never, I don't want to work. I want to do something cool. You know what I mean? Like, even if you're working, it's something cool. It's not a job. You're fucking a basketball player. You're fucking, you know, uh, uh, you're fucking playing music. Some sort of entertainment, I guess. Everything else seems sort of like a job, you know. But, uh, but you don't think of it as a job. And then like, once you start doing anything, it's like, oh, this is more of a job than I expected. That was all radio was. I was like, radio seems like it's not a job. It seems like it's just people on the fucking radio having fun. And it's, it's not. It's not that at all. It's the most phony thing ever. You know, like most of the radio calls that have gone like viral if you ever, if those even pop up anymore, like a lot of Howard Stern call-ins and shit like that, most of those were fucking fake. It was like some guy down the hall, some intern or something like that, were like, "Oh, we're gonna prank this guy and tell him we he won two hundred fifty thousand dollars and watch him freak out or listen to him freak out on the radio." It's just some guy down the hall that they work with who like changes the light bulbs in things. <laughs> It's not even a real guy. They're not really lying to anybody. It's a <laughs> it's just a big sham. It's just a big show. But I went into it going, hey, this is gonna be a lot of fun. People, you know, I didn't know. I figured it was real. <laughs> I knew wrestling was fake, but I figured everything else was real. Come to find out, everything that you can get involved in is as fake as wrestling. Every aspect of life is just phony. <laughs> but uh I forget what I'm talking about at this point. Jobs, uh, uh, realized, oh, that I w it wasn't going to work out as phony. Yeah, that was the radio thing. It was like, oh, this will be, a, this will not be an office job. This will not be a fucking square bunch of fucking cool people will be around and we'll all be having fun bullshitting on the radio. And it is the complete opposite. It's a bunch of fucking nerds who fucking get no pussy <laughs> except for the fact that they're on the radio which helps you know <laughs> and then salespeople, and then fucking corporate assholes that's all a radio station really is you know but i figured it, it wasn't i thought it was cool people listening to music hanging out with fucking bands you know and it's none of that at all it's sitting in a cube and then having people be mad at you, and you don't know why. <laughs> you don't know why they're mad at you, but they're mad at you for some reason because they didn't sell enough shit, and somehow it's your fault, or you didn't hang banners the right way, or some shit like that, you know? I got in trouble, not in trouble one time, but was just, uh, 
got a little heat on me, I guess, because I one time I once asked a band if they were part of the Illuminati, and for some reason that was fucking uh, that was blasphemy at this goddamn radio station. They had to delete the video. It was on video and everything. They had to delete it. I got in trouble. Apparently, you're not supposed to be doing that. But we used to do these. Uh, they were kind of cool. They were like the band would come play for like a small group of people. It was like an acoustic set, you know? And they'd open it up to a Q&A. And everybody's all about building content for the internet. You know what I mean? We got to build content. These things got to be watchable and this and that. And we do these Q&As with these bands. It is to say, everyone asks bands the same fucking questions. They go, oh, how long, how long have you guys been playing together? How long have you been a band, man? I've been a fan since day one, but I just wanted to know if you know how long you've been in a band together. Ha ha ha. It's dumb. They want to know what their favorite song is to play. They want to go, well, who influenced you? And it's all like fucking Led Zeppelin and fucking Phil Collins, dude, of course. Uh, it's just the same shit over and over again and then AWOL Nation came and I was like I have the opportunity to ask these fellas if they know anything that I know you know what I mean so I asked them if they were seeking truth or if they were fucking slaves to the Illuminati and they didn't answer the question they gave a non-answer to the question and it was I thought it was a great moment you know we all had a good laugh it was fun and everybody got in a hubbub. The fucking management talked to the fucking my boss and was like, we can't be having that shit out. And it's like, no, we just put out another video, another video about how long you've been in a band together. Why don't you guys do that instead? It's like, what the fuck? You know, no one wanted to have any fun. That was the whole point. I thought people with the radio station were having fun, but they weren't having fun at all. They were in fact miserable, you know? And, I've like I've that, that was I've worked at a few different radio stations, right? But the one that really was like, okay, this ain't working out and ain't never gonna work out for me was I just had gotten back from Maui, right? Moved to Nashville, was back from Maui. A fellow I knew at a, from a radio station in Michigan, he had a job. He was kind of running the promotions department. Chad of the fucking uh, his name was Chad. <laughs> Maybe I should say a fucking whole sentence. <laughs> Instead of just saying words and going, hey, you guys put this fucking piece of the puzzle together, will you? <laughs> it's Chad. He was a great guy. But uh, it was funny because he didn't hire me to be an intern in Flint. And then he hired me to be his like second in command for clustering stations in Nashville. And... I'll say this, he was he was wrong about me in Flint and he was wrong about me in Nashville. He should have never hired me. He should have put me back part-time or something like that because that shit wasn't going to work out. But anyway, I get back in November. I'm just on mouse. I've just fucked off for the whole year, you know what I mean? I'm coming back tan, like in shape, fucking, you know, all about peace and love, bro. And like, I'm going to bring cargo shorts and flip-flops to this radio station. And really chill the vibe out. That's what I figured I was going to do. I thought people would be like, dude, this guy, we're going to pick up on his vibe. And it's just going to make this radio station so much better. And no one could have given a fuck, dude. People just talk shit the whole time. That's what they did. (laughs) 
but this is in November, so Christmas parties like the you know I'm there for like six weeks, we'll say, and then we had the Christmas party, and uh, I came back from Maui with like a bunch of edibles that I had made, and I'm pretty sure I brought these up on the podcast before, but I've never had anything like them since. They were top tier, top of the line, fucking, you know, pasta fazole, best of the best fucking edibles ever, dude. These giant ass cookies, just fucking so strong, so fucking strong. It would just fuck people up so badly, would fuck people up so badly. And I always tried to warn people, you know, don't fuck with these. okay? don't fuck with them at all. And people go, shut the fuck up, dude. I'm not a pussy. And then fucking 30 minutes later, guess what? They're a fucking pussy, dude. They all become pussies. You should have listened to me and just had a little bit of it. I was eating the whole things because I came up with the cookies. I was trained for it. I knew what I was getting into. Except the first time I ate one, I did not know what I was getting into. But that's why breaking through that barrier of fucking uh, catastrophe that is a strong edible. Once you do it once, dude, you're fucking fine. You can do those doses time and time again, man. But these cookies would fuck people up. These are the ones that my landlord's wife on Maui went to the hospital because she ate one. She decided to go through the freezer because our freezer was, it was easily accessible to our neighbors. We were fucking chilling, dog. It didn't matter who was in your freezer, who was in your kitchen. But ideally they would have been like, hey, I was going to, I went, came for a cup of sugar and I saw, I, I figured you might have sugar in your freezer. And you didn't, but you had these cookies, so I ate one. And it's like, well, you're on your own now. And I wasn't around for the day. But come to find out, I got back later that evening to the property with my mom and my sister. That was there. They came out to visit me. They just happened to visit me that weekend. And uh, my landlord came back and was like, yeah, she's been in the hospital all day because she thought she was having a heart attack because she ate one of your cookies. And it's like, well... She didn't, I don't know why she was eating the cookies. And they also smelled like weed. Like, there's no way you couldn't have known that those weren't jam-packed with weed. But the point is, people would fucking freak out on these edibles. And they'd always talk shit. They'd always, everybody was always talking shit before they had one. Everybody, even my buddy Chad one time. Because we, I also had some Rice Krispie treats, but I didn't put enough marshmallows in it. So they kind of fell apart, but I had a bag and it was more like a, uh, almost like a trail mix, you know what I mean? Or like a stack mix at that point, just cause it was so busted up, but it's still like fucking, it still reeked of fucking weed. And Chad just kept eating like it was popcorn and we went disc golfing and then we're driving, <laughs> we're driving, there's a road in fucking Nashville called Briley Partway. We're at Two Rivers Disc Golf Course, in case you know the area, great course, it's fucking open. It's just great for fucking throwing bombs, you know? Very fun disc golf course. But Briley Partway, we're going back to his place. He lives a little bit south of the city. He just starts puking out of the fucking window. And it's like, dude, I, I told you to stop. I told you to stop eating. And I was in the left lane, so then by the time I got to the right lane to pull over, he was fucking done puking. <laughs> we got back to his house, and his girlfriend just gave him hell. <laughs> That had to have been when I first got back. <laughs> I was fucking people up on these edibles, dude. It was fun. I tried to warn everybody, but everybody talked that shit. But uh, for the Christmas party, 
right? I'm six weeks back from being from Maui. So I'm like, well, I'm just going to take one of these fucking edibles. I'm going to eat one of these cookies and go to this fucking Christmas party and just make it fun. It's probably going to be a bunch of squares and shit like that, you know? So I was like, I'll just take an edible fucking, you know what I mean? Fucking chill out. But it was, it's such a strong quasi dose of psychedelics in those fucking edibles, dude. But like, so I was going to ride out there with my buddy Chad and his lady at the time, which they're married now, I believe. And then there, I think there was somebody else in the car with us because nobody wanted to drive. Everyone's like, oh, I'm going to go to the Christmas party and I'm going to drink. And it's like, well, I ate an edible about 40 minutes ago. So if I'm going to be the one that has to drive, we should probably get going pretty soon, you know? <laughs> Because everyone was pissing and moaning. Everyone thought they were going to get fucking hammered at this Christmas party. And that's what I thought we were going to That's what I thought everyone else was going to do. So I was like, dude, I'll fucking take this edible show up. I'll be halfway to the dance by the time we get there. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, so I was like, all right, dude, saddle up. I'll fucking I'll make sure everybody gets there. Let's go. We can't we can't wait around. But everyone, nobody wanted to drive. Everyone wanted to drink. And it's like, I'm the only one who's like, all right, fuck it. I'll drive, man. I'm already fucked up a little bit. I'm fucked up on this edible. And you guys are worried about getting fucked up later. So you're going to let me drive now. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, what are we doing? I also feel like everybody I know, like all of my friends have had a DUI at some point in their life. And I don't. So if it comes down to it and we got to get somewhere, dude, I'm your fucking go-to guy. If it comes down to two of us, if we ain't getting a lift, if we ain't getting an Uber, and we gotta get the fuck somewhere, and you've had a DUI, I'm by default, dude. Hop in. I'll fucking make sure we get somewhere. <laughs> Just thinking about it now, it's like everyone's like, "Oh, we're gonna be fucked up at the end of the party." So it's like, "We'll we'll just let Joe drive." I guess it's like, "Yeah, dude, fucking hop in." I'm all geeked up on this edible. Let's go. And we get to the party, and it was fucking lame. No one was having any fun, except for me. I had the most fun out of anybody, and it was because I was just fucked up on the edible chewing on my finger. (laughs) I remember the owner of the company. I was probably there for like 30, 45 minutes. It's before like the they played like music. It was some fucking lame-ass fucking... uh, like the Wiggles, but for adults, pretty much. It was like an adult Christmas version of the Wiggles at this fucking party. They had different colored shirts on, but still matching. You know what I mean? Like the same shirt, but just in different colors. And also singing to, I mean, I'd say not children, but what the fuck's the difference at that point? You know what I mean? We got a red and a purple and a yellow and a green guy. Wow. What are they, are they singing, and they're singing Frosty the fucking Snowman too. Fuck my ass, dude. I can't believe how much fun this is. <laughs> but it's before all that. And I was just laughing. And sometimes I'll just end up like biting. I don't know if you guys will do that when you laugh, but like bite on your finger. Like put your finger in your mouth just kind of while you laugh. It seems like a weird thing now, but I was doing that and the fucking like president owner of the fucking company walks up and he just goes, are you okay? And it's like, yeah, dude, I'm fucking having the best time out of anybody here. Like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm chilling. You want to fucking bite of my finger? It's pretty tasty. (laughs) 
<laughs> but after he left, it was like that. That it, it just dawned on me. It's like, oh, I don't fucking. I'm never gonna fit in with this shit, dude. I'm never gonna be. I'm never gonna be a part of what's going on here. You know, just that old man in the suit. Bud was his name too. Fucking Bud, in his fucking oversized suit, just walking around thanking everybody for being at the Christmas party. He's just like, "Are you okay?" And it's like, "Yeah, dude, I'm the fucking best one here." What the fuck you asking me if I'm? Are you okay? You're very old, dude. You look like you could fucking use a break. <laughs> you old motherfucker. <laughs> I remember looking across to a different table. My buddy, there's a dude who works with us, Chris. He was fucking awesome. And he was just staring back, just dying laughing. So, yeah, dude, I'm fucked up. I'm fucked up, but I'm happy. I'm just having fun on this edible. I don't think I drank anything that night. And everybody who wanted to get drunk didn't. Because it was at a, they, it was a lame-ass Christmas party that nobody wanted to get drunk at to begin with, you know. But everyone was like, I don't want to drive because we're going to get drunk. And then nobody drank because Bud was walking around saying hi to everybody. You know, everybody turned, everyone fucking bitched out. At the end, everyone was like, oh, we're going to party. We're going to have fun. Meanwhile, I showed up fucked up and no one joined me. It was really a letdown, you know. And he also just realized that people were at different points in time in their life. You know, people weren't trying to rock the boat because they didn't want to go back to fucking Flint, Michigan and try and do radio. You know what I mean? And I just don't think you're supposed to be that fucked up in those type of situations. But I, my friends was fucked up. <laughs> I just don't know why anybody else wasn't doing it. Everyone was talking a big game like they were. But then seeing Bud walk around everybody, I can see why they didn't do that. But it was it was unenjoyable. It wasn't very fun. And then it only got worse from there. It only got worse from there. Not like the Christmas party. I didn't have we fucking did the party thing. There was a bar next door. and was like, oh, well, let's go have a drink over there and we'll talk like normal people for a minute. And it's like, yeah, we should do that. So we went over there, had a little Christmas drink, and everyone's like, well, let's go home, I guess. And it's like, yeah, is anybody good to drive? It's like, yeah, everybody was good to drive. There's <laughs> nobody drank. I just, <laughs> just going from, we're going to let Joe drive, who is fucking you know, 25 minutes away from being peak fucking edible blast off into a different time zone. We're going to let him drive because we want to, we want to have a couple drinks at the Christmas party. And then you get to the Christmas party and you have no drinks at all. You have some dry chicken and, uh, some sourdough bread with the, uh, butter that was not spreadable, not even lukewarm the fuck you gonna how are you gonna do that a cold nothing worse than a cold uh pat are they pats of butter cold little square of butter and some fucking toast that ain't hot enough that is gonna melt even if it was hot it wasn't gonna melt that butter that's probably the worst thing i think that could ever happen to a person really i know like human trafficking is bad and all in getting your foot chopped off in an accident of some kind involving farm equipment, farming equipment, that's pretty bad too. But there ain't much that tops fucking a cold piece of butter with some toast. The fuck? It's just gonna, you're just going to take a bite of the butter. It ain't even going to be able to spread. I mean, it's pretty bad. 
That Christmas party, though, dog. <laughs> it's, it's just mind-blowing that nobody wanted to have any fun. And I get it's not an environment to have fun. And then it was fucking four and five months later, and then I fucking quit. I was like, I just can't do this. <sighs> you just, I just, hats off to you if you can work in, a, in an office environment. I never have been able to. I just don't think I'm fit for that those type of situations. You know what I mean? In any company, even that fucking sock company I worked at in Atlanta, that shit didn't last too long either. It's like you show up, you do an okay job, and then all of a sudden it's just like, why is it just so miserable? I thought we were making socks and it was going to be fun. It's like, no, really, it's just kind of a scam that we're running. <laughs> uh uh, I can never go back. But even then doing comedy, it's like there's so much of that that same feeling. You know what I mean? There's so much of that same uh, Christmas party feel to the world of stand-up comedy. I think it's just part of the world with everything. You know? It's like it's just like a corporate setting. Thankfully, with comedy, everyone, most people are at least getting fucked up and <laughs> drinking. At the very least, a little bit, you know, so the parties are a little bit looser. But still, it's still just like it's still a lot of the time just feels like that same sort of corporate setting where there's, you know, fucking boss, some dude in an oversized suit, some old man is going to come up and go, who are you? You okay? It's like, yeah, dude, I think I'm doing all right. How are you? (laughs) Oh, fucking bud. Oh, fucking bud. Listen. I don't know how long we've been doing this podcast, but that was really all I fucking had to share with you today, my friends. I don't know if it's been fun. I don't know how long it's been. Time is uh, is irrelevant anyway. But I think the point of that whole thing is, I don't know. The grass, I, I've always had the fun. I always thought the grass was always going to be greener on the other side, I suppose. I always have. I always have had fucking bright eyes going into things. And... uh I always feel like I keep <laughs> getting let down because you realize it's just all part of the same sort of thing. You know, it's all like the same structure. It's all very corporate, no matter what you do, it seems like. Unless you run your own company, and even then it's still going to be kind of that uh, kind of that setup or whatever, but at least you get to pick who's around you, I suppose. But uh, it ain't always greener. But it's more fun. I'd rather... I'd rather, I know I'd rather have the, still have that corporate setting feel and be doing stand up than doing radio. You know? So I guess in that sense, it's, it ain't a bad thing. It's going to be the same anyway. So you might as well find something you at least enjoy doing or that you love or that people uh, around you care about and they care about you. Maybe that's the, because you're not going to be able to escape the fucking, the thing. The fucking thing, the structure of it, because it's all the fucking same. But pick your poison, you know? If it's all going to be the same, you might as well have a little bit of fun doing it. Anyway, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But uh, here, I got I got no fucking animal video clip of the week for you this week, my friend. Nothing fucking uh, popped out to me. Maybe I'll just start posting a video of some kind. Been watching a lot of fight videos lately. <laughs> a lot of people getting mouthy and getting punched in the fucking face for it, you know? Those are fun. 
but not, uh, I mean, I guess those could be considered animal video clip of the weeks if I really wanted to stretch the, the fucking subject or whatever. But I'm not going to do that to you. But maybe, you know, just a quick check-in on a Monday, talk some shit, you know what I mean? I guess that's all we did today. Maybe made you laugh. Maybe, don't like quit your job today unless you got a good backup plan. But make sure you're doing shit you at least enjoy. Because it's all going to be a bunch of bullshit either way. Anyway, hey, show's coming up, ladies and gentlemen. April 22nd, Third Coast Comedy Club, Nashville, Tennessee. That's a BYOB show, all right? Make sure you're there. The Round Barn Theater with my good buddy Aaron Weber in Napanee, Indiana, April 27th. We also got uh, Murray, Kentucky, the 19th. Paducah on the 20th of May. The 28th, I'll be in Knoxville. And then back in Nashville for the first weekend of June. And then Boston. Fucking Seattle, all sorts of places coming up. Tampa, you name it, I'll fucking be there. Louisville, somewhere else. Little Rock, I'm going to be there as well. I'll be everywhere and anywhere I can be, all right? Hey, thanks for checking out the podcast this week. Hey, go check out the Patreon, all right? I'm getting that back going. I'm going to start posting the morning videos, the little good morning things. I'm going to post those there every day instead of spreading them out all over the place. And uh, try and make it worth your while over there. I'll start doing a little bonus episode here and dropping those on Wednesdays. That's all going to be over on Patreon. So if you want to go fuck around over there, go do that, all right? Thanks for checking out the podcast this week. Hope we had a little bit of fun together. Do me a favor, all right? Take care of yourself and take care of somebody else. And I'll catch you around real fucking soon, all right? Later, my friend.